Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, welcome back to another Cardinals Update podcast presented by me, Cardinals Update, or Asus, or Duke. Um, so yeah, basically for the Cardinals, we're just going to go over everything that happened since the last time I talked to you guys, which I think was on Monday or Tuesday. Just what's happened this past week and just what to look forward to um as a Cardinals fan just with these different situations going around um in the NFL so to start off with you know very very early in the week Pete Carroll announces that he is retiring slash moving on slash taking you know stepping down as a head coach taking a different position with the Seahawks organization and it came as a surprise to a lot of people I know um if you guys do follow me like on Instagram or on Twitter I did do a podcast last week you know before going into the Seahawks game just talking about you know what the Seahawks had you know going forward what they expected um the outcome to be and the the people I was talking about with the Seahawks they were very much about trying to trying to change the the tide in Seattle just I think a lot of fans were saying the time has run out for Pete Carroll they didn't really like the direction the team was going well in like the outsider's perspective as a Cardinals fan I think you know they're in a solid direction they just needed you know to get in my opinion a better quarterback than Geno Smith but you know a lot of people were saying that it's just time to to move on. I think it's it that's kind of how how it showed for the uh, for Pete Carroll and Seattle. They they both kind of mutually you know quote unquote parted ways, and that uh, Pete Carroll is going to be you know in still in Seattle's building. He's going to have like an office somewhere, but they're going to be looking for a new head coach. You know, a lot of people are saying you know it could be Dan Quinn, it could be you know some other people, but all in all, I think it goes well for the Cardinals just because you know. I think, you know, I, I've said it before in, in the past, 
the this division, the NFC West, is one of the most difficult divisions in the whole NFL just because you have three, in my opinion, um, Hall of Fame level head coaches in, you know, Sean McVay, I think he's already, if he retires, I think he'll, he'll probably be in just for being a young, you know, bright offensive minded head coach and him just being able to make something out of really nothing in throughout all his years with the Rams. Shanahan, same thing. He's an offensive genius. And he, I think both of them are two of the top three to five head coaches in the NFL. And I also put Pete Carroll, you know, in the top seven to eight coaches in the NFL just, you know, before the season ended. And I think, you know, him moving on it just goes well for the Cardinals just because you have you would hope to have a coaching advantage next season no matter who they bring in unless they bring in someone like a like a Mike Vrabel or a Bill Belichick I think unless you know unless they bring in one of those two guys you feel good about your situation with Jonathan Gannon with Monty Austinfort that we're going to be at least third in the in the division next year you know just wondering what Sean McVay does with uh, with Matthew Stafford, seeing how the 49ers progress and stuff like that. But all in all, th- this is this is a good positive sign for the Cardinals just because, like I said, you do jump up to ho- at least third in the in the division like rankings. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they 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 might go into a rebuild. They they might just try and retool and go at it again with Geno Smith or get a get a veteran quarterback. But that situation has a lot more questions and answers right now. And with the, with the Cardinals, you have a lot more, you know, you do have a lot of questions in, in terms of like the roster and what they're going to do in free agency and the draft. But you have hope they're going to spend money just because they have 50, 60, 70 million in, in cap space. And they also have 13 draft picks to their name as of right now. So you feel good about the whole situation. And just ultimately, I think Pete Carroll was was elevating guys in, in Seattle in that defense, you know, in the in the in the offense. And just now, I think, you know, some guys might might go in and out in terms of like offense corners, deep in the corners, you know, position coaches and stuff like that. And you're just wondering how it's going to um, unfold there. In terms of other um, coaching news, Bill Belichick also retires. And, you know, you guys might say, you know, why does Bill Belichick retiring? You know, what does that have to do with the Arizona Cardinals? I think with Bill Belichick retiring and the Patriots holding the number third overall pick in the draft, it goes well for Arizona. And I think I said it in, in the last uh, podcast as well. If Bill Belichick stays and they're at number four, then I, in my opinion, there is more of a chance of Bill Belichick wanting to still, you know, him being 70, 71 years old, him still trying to go win it and them basically just getting whatever players they can in free agency and the draft and just going to try and win it all in 2024, which... You know, Bill Belichick is always going to try and go, uh, go and win it, with, uh, win the games. You know, make playoffs, try and win a Super Bowl. But in all reality, that roster is just not up to par. And with if Bill Belichick would have stayed, you could very well see um, the situation of him getting someone like a like a Russell Wilson or like a Kirk Cousins, and and them coming to to New England to play. And then the, you know they have a quarterback there. You know, they sign a few guys in, in free agency. And then with the third overall pick, you know, in in your eyes, you expect, you know, Caleb to go one, um, Drake May or maybe Jaden Downs to go two. And as the Patriots sitting there at three, you have your choice of the best non-quarterback in the draft, which many say would be Marvin Harrison Jr. So 
Bill Belichick staying could have possibly, I, in my opinion, been more of a chance that Marvin Harrison isn't there at four for the Arizona Cardinals. But now, since he retires, you expect a new regime to come in. Uh, they they're hiring Gerard Mayo, their their linebackers coach, and I think you know with him, a lot of rumors going around saying that he needs to find his his young quarterback. He needs to find you know someone in the draft or just a quarterback to 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 kind of go into this new regime with with him with. And I think that'll be just coming in the draft. You know, you do you are sitting at third overall. You're going to get the third best quarterback in the draft. You know, a lot of people, like I said, everyone's expecting Caleb to go one. It's a toss-up between Jaden Daniels and uh, Drake May at two. And then you're just stuck with whoever's there at three. And I think that's the way it'll go. And as a Cardinals fan, you, you kind of, you know, have a sigh of relief just thinking that, no matter what happens, you know, you're going to be there at four and you're going to have a better chance at getting someone like a Marvin Harrison Jr. And I think, you know, in all reality, you know, the quarterbacks and everything, the whole situation, you know, someone, a quarterback, uh, like, like I said, a Kirk Cousins, uh, uh, Russell Wilson, maybe like a Ryan Tannehill might come to Seattle, but all in all, that doesn't really affect you in getting Marvin Harrison Jr. And, you know, speaking about draft picks and stuff like that, Houston won this past weekend. And, you know, a lot of people, in the beginning of the season, you know, last year when we did trade back to 12th overall in the draft and got Houston's first round pick the uh, for 2024, a lot of people were saying, you know, it was a fleece. The Arizona Cardinals could have two top five picks, potentially two top 10 picks. And it was 60, 70, 80% chance you had two top 10 picks with your own pick in Arizona and the uh, Houston's first round pick. So you felt good with, with that situation, but you know, you can never expect Houston to have one of the greatest rookie quarterbacks of all time, probably the greatest rookie quarterback of all time in CJ Stroud and him just propelling this Houston team into winning the division and then making the playoffs and then winning the game in the playoffs against, against the Browns. So all in all, it sucks that you're not going to have a top 10, 15, 20 pick with the Houston's pick, but you know, Right now, it's sitting, I think, around pick 25, and obviously, it could go all the way to pick 32, depending on what, what they do you know, in the playoffs next week. So just looking ahead at what that pick could be, you could stick and pick there. Um, obviously, they're going to be great players. There's always going to be players that fall into the into the late late first round. There's people who are going to rise into the late first round. There's people who are going to fall into you know the early second round. And just having that situation where you do have an extra first-round pick, just to give you the option of an of a fifth year option with whoever you you choose, maybe it's someone like a like a Jordan Morgan from Arizona. Maybe you get him for a tackle spot. Maybe you get a, a one of the edge defenders from from Washington or one of the edges from from Bama. Maybe some of them might fall. Maybe some you see some other risers. If you don't get Marvin Harrison at four, maybe you could get someone like um, like a Roma Dunze if he does fall in, in the draft or some other people rise. It's so many different options that you could do with that, with that first round pick, especially for it being, it's still a first round pick. No, regardless of what happens, it's going to be a first round pick. You do have that fifth year option. And let's say if it does stay at 25 or it goes all the way up to 32, you could use that pick to, to trade back. Maybe someone else sees someone that they're very enamored with and you just, another team just really wants a guy that's that's falling and they're right there at pick 25 you don't really see the value they're not high in your board but another team values them for whatever situation they have going on so maybe you trade back in 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 the in the draft 
you trade that first round pick, acquire another first round pick next year, or you acquire, you know, multiple picks, you know, in this draft or multiple picks in next year's draft. There's so many things you could do. And then especially um, you could also trade that pick for a player. I think, you know, a lot of people I've been saying a lot on Twitter, I, I think trying to trade that pick, if it, if it ends up being later than 25, hopefully it isn't. But if it starts going into the late 20s, like a 27, 28, and maybe it's in the 30s, Jesus. But you you could probably trade that pick for someone like a Brian Burns, an established young player who's elite at, at, at his position and just fills a big void that you have at edge rusher. Or you trade it for someone like a like a corner, maybe like a Jair Alexander. You know, there were some there is some, you know, friction with him and Green Bay. Maybe they don't want to pay him that money. Maybe maybe they're going in a different direction and they don't really see him as a long-term option. Obviously, they're in the playoffs right now, but just understanding where in different situations people might, you know, might not be happy with their situation, might want a new contract in 2025. So you could really just use that pick for so many different ways. If you want to trade back, like I said, in the second round to accumulate some of those picks, maybe get a lot of a lot of depth on the O-line and D-line and some corners if you do trade back in, into the, um, from the first round pick into the second round pick. So just so many different options that you could do with that first round pick. I think regardless, you have trust in Monty Osenfor and what he's going to do with the pick. And ultimately, I think you're going to find hidden gems. You're going to find guys that are going to that are going to have a lot of value for this team heading into 2024. And that's just what you expect with Monty Osenfor. Him having his his scouting. Um, his scouting process in for 2024, as you guys probably remember if you guys don't remember last year he didn't he came in after the Super Bowl he says that his scouting department you know the way they want to scout the way they want to look at prospects wasn't really in place for 2023 and you still came out with Paris Johnson as a starter BJ Gillari as a starter Garrett Williams as a starter Michael Wilson as a starter Dante Stills as a starter and you know at the end of the season you had someone like Owen Papo who was playing you know he didn't play good against uh the Steelers but against uh the the Eagles and against the Seahawks he was playing very very solid so yeah she came out with 2023 not having your your full scouting department in place and you still came out with five or six starters in that draft class and that was considered quote-unquote a weaker draft class than what 2024 should be so if you're going into into 2024 with more of a more draft capital you know higher draft capital and also a, a better team in, in terms of like your scouting department and just everyone understanding and realizing the vision that they have for this Arizona Cardinals team going into 2024, what they need, what they don't need, the type of people that they want to bring in. So just all of that, all in all, you have trust and money awesome for Dave Sears and that scouting department and what they can bring for this Cardinals team in 2024. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And speaking about draft and, you know, this and that, Marvin Harrison Jr. finally declares for the NFL draft. And I know a lot of people were speculating, you know, as a lot of people that cover college football were saying that Ohio State was reportedly, you know, offering Marvin Harrison Jr. NIL money that would compete with a rookie's first round, you know, first year contract for him to come back to play at Ohio State one more year. And a lot of people were saying, you know, that's going to be, obviously a lot of money but at the same time Marvin Harrison he seems like the guy that that'll just want to take on the next step and the next level you know regardless of money obviously you know if you read his his declaration for the 2024 NFL draft you know he did want to beat Michigan he did want to have Ohio State in a college football playoffs and with the playoffs expanding next year you know you kind of had a people had a a, a hunch that he might stay at Ohio State and ultimately he decided to declare um, a lot of his teammates did come back like a like the wide receiver too I don't know how to say his name his name is Ime Ibuka something like that he went back to Ohio State and I think one of their D linemen came back to Ohio State their corner Denzel Burke he came back to Ohio State I'm sure they're getting a big bag for coming back but all in all I think for the Cardinals and for Marvin Harrison Jr., I think there's a mutual interest there. As you guys saw, I, I tweeted out, I think it was either Sunday or Monday, you know, Marvin, he was liking some posts of the Cardinals getting the fourth overall pick. You know, he's really good friends with Paris Johnson Jr., our, our first round picks from last year. He's liking different, you know, Arizona posts. He's He has a, a, a receiver trainer that lives that trains in, here in Arizona so just everything is looking like Marvin Harrison Jr. should be an Arizona Cardinal and you know his future lies in Arizona just hopefully that nothing messes up in in the in the in the draft process in terms of maybe a veteran quarterback comes in to maybe like a like a Washington or or the Patriots you know depending on what those te- those two teams do i think i think patriots they're the most wild card spot you know it's it the two wild card spots ahead of us is going to be washington and new england like i said i think new england is going to be more of the wild card just because you have no idea what they're going to do but at the same time washington you have no idea what that front office is going to do you know what coaches are going to bring in if a coach comes in and he says hey you know i like the way sam Howell plays and i think he could be a, a starter for us or something in that regards or the front office saying oh we like how sam howell you know finished the season if you look at stats you know a lot of people were looking at the stats saying that sam howell had similar stats to josh allen or, or similar stats to to lamar jackson or stuff like that but all in all if you do look at washington's game if you look at the tape you know sam howell isn't great they already have receivers so you don't think they'll go receiver but you have no idea if they could just trade out of that spot or they could just take another receiver just to bolster that offensive the offensive unit for Sam Howell. So just that could be, I don't think that's a big possibility, but again, it's the NFL draft. Anything can happen. And also with new England, 
if you know Gerard Mayo, maybe he might be one of those people that doesn't believe in rebuilds. That thinking that thinks that they could go win it every single year, like a Steve Kime. So maybe they bring in a veteran quarterback like a like a Russell Wilson or a or Kirk Cousins or a Ryan Tannehill, and you know they have a quarterback in place. They spend money on the defense on the offensive line, and then all they need is a bona fide number one uh, wide receiver. They go ahead and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. So. Those two things are still up in the air. You do feel good. I think there's right now there's a 60 to 70 percent chance Marvin is going to be there. Uh, I want to say 70, like a 60 percent chance Marvin is there at four just because, like I said, I think one, no matter if Chicago stays or they trade back or no matter what happens, I think Caleb is going one regardless. Um, and then it's a mix of between Jaden Daniels and Drake May at either two or three. And then you're sitting there um, as Arizona with the fourth overall pick. You're sitting there feeling great. Um, and as a Cardinal fan, you feel good that you could get a wide receiver one in the draft. And if you don't, maybe, you know, something like Monty Austin Ford wants to, wants to get all the needs out in free agency. Maybe they trade for a T. Higgins. Maybe they, tr- maybe they sign a Michael Pittman. And at that point, you know, would you draft a Marvin Harrison Jr.? It, it, there's so many things that go to happen. Um, in free agency, in the draft process, you think someone like uh, Jaden Daniels is going to raise his draft stock, you know, coming off of his great season at LSU, coming off a Heisman Trophy, coming, coming off of playing great in, in the in the playoffs. You hope he raises his stock in the, in the, in the pre-draft process. You know, obviously he's going to do it. He is a little bit older of a prospect, you know, have, being at Arizona State for a couple of years and then going to LSU for two, I think, years. So... All in all, you think he's going to be great um, at the combine. You think he's going to, you know, measure out well. He is an athletic quarterback. He did, you know, develop when um, at his time at LSU to becoming a Heisman Trophy winner. So everything is going good in his direction to be drafted, you know, hopefully top three. And that's what all the Cardinals fans should be hoping for, you know, saying that he should be a top three quarterback. I think ultimately Drake may kind of hurt himself, you know, not playing great in the in the ACC this, this year and not being able to – bolster that North Carolina team to, you know, play in a bowl game or play, you know, great down the stretch. They weren't able to beat, you know, some relatively unknown names in the college football landscape. So, you know, hopefully there is a there is a a Jaden Daniels explosion in the offseason where he just raises his stock so much. Maybe he could be the second quarterback taken. And then someone like New England loves a Drake May that fell to them at three. So everything that that could happen, you know, I think still everything's up in the air. We're still so early in the in the draft process. The 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 NFL playoffs have haven't even ended the the wild card weekend. So still looking forward to a lot of things in the offseason and just talking about news and stuff like that as as the week goes on. Um, in terms of this of this podcast um i'm gonna try and just if there's gonna be any breaking news i'll go ahead and talk about it you know i'll i'll record it you know post it talk about it tweet you guys see if you guys get any reactions um in terms of anything cardinals related but if not i'll just probably come in every couple days and just recap what's happened you know what i'm hearing in terms of the free agency in terms of draft and stuff like that and yeah I do appreciate you guys um, listening in. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. I think it's around 15, 20 minutes. But um, I do appreciate you guys listening. And if you do, if you don't mind, you know, like, share, um, leave a five star, download the episode. It really helps me out. And that's all that I have for you guys today. Thank you.